Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. It is great to be back. Very quickly, a thank you to Patrick Catanzariti, our newest patron over at Patreon. And of course, a thank you to all of our wonderful patrons who make this all possible and also allow us to be able to sustain uh, the blow of having to overhaul the site when there are security and or performance issues. And uh, it really does help us with the obviously limited resources that we have here. So thank you all so, so much for your support. And to anybody who listens and visits uh, romapress.net, truly thank you at the patience and the support everybody has shown in these days really does mean a lot. I know there have been, well, I, I'm sure you are aware by now that we had to make some changes on the site just to get it to function better, make it much faster now with it, the heat of the transfer market uh, being turned up to uh, 100. There were some things we had to do from a uh, from a back-end perspective to make sure there is no no downtime as we've had uh, previously in the past. So if you have any feedback or uh, from your uh, end, your mobile, your uh, laptop, if you have any issues, please let me know. Let Andy know, reach out to one of us. It really does help in, in making us aware of things that we may have missed or if uh, you're in a different area of the world than we are and you're having issues accessing the site, um, it allows us to, to, to go to our host and have them try to uh, fix and resolve the issues. So uh, again, thank you all so, so much for your patience. It is truly, truly appreciated. All right, Andy, so we are back. Um, I, I don't know where we want to start because since we are in the full throes of calcio, uh, mercato. My brain had a slip there. I, I, do you ever do that where you you go in between like speaking to someone in another language and you switch to the other and it's like you had a stroke? Yeah, that it comes out weird. Daily, daily. Um, anyway. Like Al Pacino actually, talking Italian in The Godfather. <laughs> it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. Well, um, <laughs> when, well, when De Niro does it, you know, he's, he does it low key, but Al Pacino, man, when he opens his mouth to speak Italian, it just it was very bad in The Godfather. Yes, it was. It was not good. Yes, De Niro, as I think you've mentioned it on here a number of times, uh, Godfather Two, De Niro was. Yeah, he did it low won't key, say flawless, but yeah, it yeah, was yeah. good. It was yeah, good. It was, it was good. It was good. Al Pacino, I mean, I'm glad that he didn't get many chances to speak Italian, and I'm glad they blew up Apollonia early on because had she stayed Whoa, around. Spo spo he, spoiler alert. I know this movie's <laughs> only been out for uh, 50 years, but 50 still, years. come on, man. Um, I'm sorry. The guy who plays, um, uh, come on, not. Uh, why do I keep wanting to say uh, a Bogota? Uh, a Bogota um, in the second one. <laughs> oh, Pentangeli. 
Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that has all this voice like this. Yes. Yes. His is yeah. it reminds me so much of Fiorentina owner uh Rocco Cominto. It is <laughs> true. Fantastic. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Michael Gazzo. His name is Michael Gazzo, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's is is just his voice is incredible. In the whole movie, he just operates on a whole different level. Everybody's has a high pitched voice, and then there is Michael Gazzo having this kind of voice. He talks like this, you know, Hyman Roth. You know, just... yes. <laughs> well, and, and by the way, whoever plays the um uh, the, the the younger version of Clemenza in Godfather Two. He does, uh, he, oh yeah, useful. yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Ruby. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, he, he's in Donnie Brasco. Yes, he, he plays um, in Donnie Brasco. He plays also the the psychopath, kind of like a Joe Pesci type of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah he the... does the Italian uncle, the animated old Italian uncle, very very well. Where he goes from the very high pitch to the low pitch, all within the same sentence. It's fantastic. True. Um. But anyway, having said that, I probably would have preferred uh, uh, to have a stroke than to field so many of the inquiries that I received in regards to Cristiano Ronaldo last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, now, for sure. And it's still going on. It hasn't died down, you know? Okay. It's it was today was supposed to be the big day, right? Today was supposed to be the big announcement, the the special showing at the Olympico or whatever the Mm, the Colosseo or wherever the hell they wanted to do it. And uh, now the 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 rumor has it that it's already set to go for the seventh of August. That now that's the official date that they're gonna unveil Cristiano Ronaldo for whatever reason. Mm. God help us. You know, I complain here about some of the stuff that since it's only you and I, we have to do some things that just is not within our capabilities and not within our uh, realm of knowledge, mostly this technical stuff with the website. So this past weekend, I was inundated with that. Usually, I would complain of having to do so. However, this past weekend, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb, and I knew something was happening because when I opened up and just checked in. I saw half a dozen to 10, uh, yeah, about six to 10 requests from, uh, who, who are some of these reps, uh, websites? Like uh, Red Devil Report, uh, from uh, TalkSport, <laughs> from uh, BBC, uh, BBC Radio, none of which I answered. And they were all, of course, in regards to Cristiano Ronaldo. Of now, course. I am going, in some areas, okay, I am going to miss Roma being publicly traded and having every single financial detail about them disclosed on their website. Um, I am going to miss that in part. However, I, for the life of me, do not understand how everybody, okay, in the world, I don't care if you're within the UK, I don't care if you're in Zimbabwe, Mexico, it doesn't matter, Roma's financials are public knowledge you can go to isroma.it and you can have all of the details at your fingertips literally within seconds okay one look at that one google search will tell you cristiano ronaldo to roma is impossible and that is not even mentioning this is when we really get into the the the, the weeds of things 
he couldn't be uh, the decreto crescita could not be applied to him it, it's not applicable so roma would be on the hook for all of his wages they would be taxed on all 30 million yes <laughs> let me repeat that let, let me just repeat that 30 million yes. okay and you can't, again, you can't use the growth decree to offset the 50% of that for the tax. <laughs> Andy, Roma's highest wage earner net is Pellegrini at four and a half million euros net. Yeah. And Tammy Abraham at four and a half million euros net. But he is allowed to use the decreto crescita. Yep. So Roma are paying half of that. They're paying, uh, they're, his gross nine, 10 millions are paying half of that. They're paying five. So yep. just the simple math, and I am the furthest thing from a mathematician. I'm horrible at math. Data, maths, all of it, way over my head. Even I am capable of grasping this, that he is more or less a seven times higher than the next largest at Roma. Shouldn't that just within itself say to you, uh, yeah, this is probably impossible. Probably impossible. Now, if Dan Friedkin, you know, removes Roma from the Borsa Italiana, may, you know, maybe he can put this under one of, uh, you know, like a shell corp that he has for uh, uh, all the movies he does. I, I don't know if that, uh, what the name of this company could or would or is. I don't know if it even exists. He does have a lot of. I think uh, I think he things. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Check I mean, Roma is under uh, a, a different shell company but i i mean again um it, it's it's all public knowledge but wh what i'm getting at is it's not as if there are ways around this okay roma can't afford him this is no different than the situation where i kept getting asked about paulo dibala not happening paulo dibala wants uh well might be a different story now because <laughs> because nobody is giving him what he wants which is crazy to me uh, his original request was like 11 millions. I think we're down to like, what, seven to nine now at this point. I actually kind of feel bad for him. Mm -hmm. but, and I think it's going to go even lower than that. <laughs> that. That poor guy. They're going, uh, I, I mean, they're going to make it all uh, uh, performance-based at this point or uh, injury-based for the number of appearances he makes. But that, that's secondary. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the situation is the same, okay? He, uh, growth decree could not be applied to him either. These guys are out of Roma's means. And this is the thing where, and I, I sound like a very old man when I, when I do this, and I've said it a number of times on here, and I know it can be exhausting, but I will just say it again. You know what I blame for this? I blame FIFA, and I blame a, a football manager for this because... They have dumbed down Calcio Mercato to the point where, you know, they make it seem like it's uh, trading Panini cards, trading Pokemon cards. Like it's a very baseline level. Oh, you want that one? And I want this one? Okay, let's make it happen. It, it, this is like a science. There is so much more that goes into it than I think maybe people appreciate or even realize that, Andy, it's not as simple as if, oh, okay, well, if Roma have the room to do it. Like, for instance, when I uh, published that article about uh, the Friedkin Group having earned like $10 oh, yeah. billion people went in nuts. revenue. People went nuts. 
they went nuts and oh wow you just uh you yeah these yep. these cheap, cheap i knew guys, that i knew just... that as soon as you as <laughs> soon as you posted i knew what the reaction was gonna be like i knew it they can't just uh take somebody said why don't they just set aside 10 percent of that and give it uh to jose Mourinho for the summer's market i wish life worked like that and i wish it was so easy but it's not. And ultimately, this is my long-winded way of saying, everybody who does this, please stop. This is not FIFA. This is not football. And managers. also, it's not more. It's 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 more on the people that actually talk about this than the fans who actually believe it. Oh, uh, which oh, that, I believe. Yeah, that's what I'm blaming. Yes, I, I'm blaming yeah, the UK media. That's yeah, the, I'm blaming. I mean, the people, the people that are like believing it, and I don't think there is that many people who actually, actually deep down in their hearts believe in that. But the, the the people at fault here are, are the ones that are just spreading these rumors and don't give up. You know, they don't give up. And then they when somebody tries to claim that, you know, what you're saying is absolute crap, there is no, zero possibility. Then they go on the defensive and they keep going and they keep going and they keep saying, oh, it's not he's he's, he's going to be unveiled on the 29th. Today is the 29th of June. And now they're saying now it's on the seventh, seventh uh, of of July, um, and on and on and on, and and these things are said because then they just bounce back. Newspapers, media, as you see, all, all of those that reached out to you, they pick up on it, and that's ultimately what these people are trying to do: get some attention um, because their newspaper is being sold. Well, not even sold, but given away for free at the metro in Rome. Uh, you know the, the 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 stuff that will that those people will do to get just a little bit of attention is uh, is incredible. And Ronaldo being one of them. I mean, if there is one thing that we're learning with the Friedkins, with Mourinho here, and I also think that that's why I just can't wrap my head around about the people that are just getting so angry. Uh, even before the start of the actual transfer window, which is just yet to come. We're just two days away. It's, we can get there, guys. Uh, just a little bit bit of time is the fact that, again, the, 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 the club, the manager, everybody stresses the sustainability and the time factor, which even just spreading a rumor like that of Cristiano Ronaldo, shows complete utter ignorance and uh you know just malafede in italian we say malafede yeah it's just you you just are you're you're just saying things for the sake of saying them uh there is no logic in it there is just no you no realization what the situation is or maybe there is and that's why that's why it's malafede you know what the situation is and you still say this stuff to get the fans riled up to get attention to get the media going after you and and you get your two minutes of glory and whatnot but it's it's the whole project the whole club the the, the whole idea behind this summer and the next two years with Mourinho is that we we want to build something that's sustainable I mean look at what what Ronaldo did with Juventus you know I mean uh, talk about a, a disaster in terms of what that team was building um, with him and uh it's it it go it goes against the main thesis of the club 
and uh, if, if Roma are never in a million years going to be in a position where they can afford somebody like Ronaldo. It's just not going to happen. It's not not now, not ever. I, I, I'll never believe it. Um, even somebody like Paulo Dybala, it, it, it's still ridiculous. And I think he should fire his agent because, I mean, that Antun guy has gone to two different clubs. I think he's got gotten like 100 free lunches uh, and uh, he's probably uh, <laughs> to actually diminished the chances of his client having a career going forward. Um it just it doesn't make any sense with the with the Dybala situation. I don't know who's gonna go after him. I really don't believe Roma are. If if they do, it will be only when the demands will be so low, so low that other teams within Roma's range, say like Sevilla, we've heard that. We've heard rumors of a, an interest from Sevilla. Other teams of that that category, you know, where not exactly Champions League winners and contenders, but they're teams that are good and they're on the way up and whatever. Only then can I even imagine Roma just maybe, maybe think about it. Maybe even think about it. But for now, the, the focus is definitely on other profiles. There's just, at this point in time, there is no point in going after somebody like Dybala. And um, again, it's the, the, the who's at fault? is the people spreading it. And we've had it. So, I mean, we've heard it so many times in the past, so many times these names would come up and then, yes, maybe, I don't know, maybe the sporting director, Roma sporting director at that time had a conversation with the, with the guys entourage or whatever. But then the, the sensational nature and the, the, the way people will believe anything during, during this time of the year when it's, the transfer window and everybody's doing something. Oh my God, we have to do something. What, what get the biggest, hottest name. Come on. You know, it's, um, unfortunately again, it doesn't work like that. It may work like that in football manager, FIFA, whatever, where you can just go and, and drop as much money as you want. And the situation is simple. You have this set amount of money and you can spend this on this guy and, you know, it'll work out beautifully. But, you know, the real world is Amadou Diawara gets a, a, a loan offer when you're trying to sell him and Gonzalo Villar gets a loan offer when you're also trying to sell him. So that's the that's the, the real world you're dealing with. You know, you got Jordan Vertu wants to leave but cannot leave. You got Justin Clivert who wants to leave but cannot leave. It's so... It's not like that. I'm sorry. I know that maybe um, we're not as fancy as other clubs. Maybe it's it's easier when you're Real Madrid or PSG, but not even for them right now. I don't th- I don't have this feeling. Like notice how everybody's taking their time and everybody's talking more or less about the same things. I mean, I have for crying out loud, I have Beppe Marotta going live on national TV six times a day talking about talking about sustainability um and uh, it's uh, it's a pain in the ass but that's what it is everybody is more or less navigating in the same waters um and and roma again will never ever be in a conversation where they're really have a they really have a realistic shot at the 37 year old of cristiano ronaldo who earns over 30 million euros what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation 
where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Yeah, I mean, that was never, again, never, ever, ever in the realm of possibility. Um, but as you said, I, you know, I don't necessarily blame uh, supporters for this. It, it, it really is. I mean, when I saw some of the some of the outlets that were contacting me for this, you can't help but just roll your eyes because it sort of just feeds into that that stereotype of the uh, of the UK media at times. Anyway, um, let's move on because we need some levity now because I found the entire thing regarding uh, regarding Cristiano Ronaldo to be both uh, a major headache yet laughable, whereas this next situation. I don't find it a headache. I do find it laughable, but I also find it a bit uplifting. So we've talked about Cherik for a number of weeks now. I can say undoubtedly that deal, is, I mean, everything for Cherik is, it's wrapped up. Uh, Roma, they're just, they are discussing final bonus payment with, uh, with Lille. Now, I, I mentioned this in a, uh, just a patron update I did yesterday, but I thought Roma, they would be exploiting, again, the uh, relationship with Leo a lot more simply because Dan Friedkin, one of the advisors uh, during his negotiation with James Palotta for the acquisition of Roma, uh, is or was, I should say, Alessandro Barnaba, who is now part of the group that owns Leo, um, and he and Dan Friedkin are incredibly close. They still talk. Um very, very, very close, fantastic relationship. Um, I thought Roma and Friedkin would try to exploit that more, but that's uh, that's a different story, or that's another complaint for another day. But but they do have Cherik. It's it's about as done as done can be, but it can't be finalized, and Roma cannot close it for him until our good friend Alessandro Florenzi has his deal finalized to Milan. Now. Last week, uh, Gianluca De Marzio, he was saying it was done, the two sides agreed. Well, Roma told us even up to yesterday uh, in, the, in, in the media group chat that it's not done. Now, we have to indulge in this because I have to tell you, for the guy who is stronger than Dani Alves, just what, six years ago, seven years ago? What year was that? 2015. Oh, okay, well... I thought it was like a year ago. No, but anyway, <laughs> still, still, okay. For the guy who was stronger than Danny Alves, to basically see two clubs, it, it's like hot potato, but instead of uh, potato, it's, you know, cow dog, manure or horse manure. Poo, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, trying to basically pass it back and forth. Andy, I, 
I have to admit, we do make fun of him, and I do find this whole thing hilarious, okay? But you basically have Roma, who are, tr- well, initially tried, they know they're, they're not going to anymore. The option to buy Florenzi was 4 million euros last summer, okay? Milan, they wanted to cut that in half. Roma have been forced <laughs> to basically lower their demand. It's going to end up being two and a half. Um, two and a half, they'll probably make it look pretty and try to shine this piece of uh, dog poo, as you said, by, uh, by adding bonus into the figure. But it's going to be two mm-hmm. and a half as the base figure. I mean, to see basically a tug of war, and I say tug of war in the lightest yeah. sense possible, Yeah, uh, you basically have one club doing all they can to not pay for this guy, and you see another club trying to get anything resembling a valid currency <laughs> for this guy. What a fall from grace, this guy. Yeah, and, and the best he can co- hope for is to have a secondary role behind Calabria. I mean, that's the... Uh... That's the best he can hope for at 31 years of age. And then, you know, I I wish him the best of luck. Um, But at at some point in time, these are, and this is again, this is the reality that, that, you know, Roma and other teams like Milan, I mean, Milan, listen, Milan, champions of Italy, right? The banter era is finished with Stefano Pioli. They become champions of Italy. They still have yet to announce the renewal of both Maldini and Massara. They've let Botman and uh, Sanchez slip by, um, slip right through their fingers. And now they're, you know, they're, they're talking. They're, they're, they have to have three lunches with Tiago Pinto just to get the price down for a player <laughs> who even in the beginning cost only $4 million. So that's the... And, and for Roma, again, the reality is that for them, Every penny matters. So yes. even if you get two point five for Florenzi, it's still it's still something, right? So that says a lot about the reality that we're dealing with. I hope that the people that are new to this, and I'm not even gonna specify who, but the people that just have joined in and are have high expectations for this summer, first understand that Transfer window hasn't officially opened yet. Okay, fine. Okay, we've we've said that a million times. But the second thing is that the reality is different than what you see on your video games, on TV, on Twitter, whatever. The reality is Tiago Pinto and Ricky Massara having lunch, talking, hey, can can I get three million for Florenzi? No, you know what? We don't have that much cash. Mourinho, they have gone, they've had like a decade of Premier League. I was where more they, or less referring to them. Where they uh, they could wipe these figures with the uh, you know their their they 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 use this as tissue paper yes. on a daily basis, and to be subjected to a bidding war of like yeah two million euros for Alessandro Florenzi. Alessandro Florenzi. I mean, Milan are the same team that uh, were spent like months trying to trigger the option for for Messias. Another 31-year-old from Crotone. So, and they are champions of Italy. That says a lot about the state of Italian football. We're talking even about the Premier League. I mean, look at what Norwich make off TV rights and what Inter make uh, or Juve. Yeah, actually, um, don't do that. It's depressing. Don't do that. It's depressing. But th- that's the reality of the situation. Roma will, the, the, the summer of, of Roma is always, always is dictated by these little moves. In order to sign Selic, 
you have the agreement with him, you have all the, the stuff, papers ready, lined up, but you need to close Florenzi. In order to get Saul back, and yes, you have to find an agreement with Bodo, but then eventually you also have to, uh, let's say, let Carlos Perez walk. Is that a simple thing to do? I don't think so. In this day and age, I don't think so. You mean even even somebody like Jordan Vertu, right? You, you think, oh, a guy like him would have several offers on the table. He's pushing for a move. Something would happen by now. Doesn't happen like that. Justin Clivert, you know, he's coming off a... Uh, for the for the for the playing time that he got uh, under Gaultier with Nice, he can't he, beat this guy. My God, it's not you know it's not bad. So he's not even coming off a, a bad season. He's coming off a pretty okay season. Still, uh, who who are where are the teams that are just throwing money money at him? Same thing for Diawara. Same thing for VR. Same thing for Calafiori, who who hasn't made up his mind with. with moving to Cremonese or Salernitana, whatever. That's the reality of the situation. Uh, Roma, and it's not even Roma, it's Inter, it's Juve, it's this, it's that. It, everybody everybody has to... The, 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 the transfer market is more complicated than, oh, here's 200 million, I'm buying Mbappé. And even then, even then, Mbappé ends up staying at PSG. Okay, so that's the... That's the pretty much the summary that I want to give people is that in order to have the Salik's of this world, in order to have the Fratesis of the world, you have to deal with the Alessandro Florenzis of this world and you have to uh, uh, collaborate with somebody like Carnevali, the director of Sassuolo, who, I mean, people are complaining about the Fratesi deal. Juventus were in talks for Locatelli last year since January. Okay, so they they were negotiating for Locatelli since January all the way through the Euro 2020, and uh, and they signed him like a few a, a couple of weeks before the season started. So it's that's the that's that's what it is. That's where we're at. And um, it it in a perfect world, Roma by now have all all of their deals sorted. All the players have left the club that. The players that needed to leave have left, and and Mourinho is is ready to work with a whole bunch of uh, players that are ready and motivated and whatever. But the reality is that every year, every year, no matter where the the the, the situation, more or less the same. You have to figure the things out step by step. And um, listen, you you should be happy that you got Nemanja Matic. Okay, that's I mean that's the. <laughs> if, yeah. These things yeah. take time. These things take time, and it's a pain in the ass. The only thing you can do is just not keep up with it. If you start keeping up with it uh, and reading everything that there is to read, it becomes really a pain in the ass because it, it basically it just it gives you a hyper reality that is not there. It's not there. The, the, these things take time. For a Florenzi deal that should have happened months ago, because everybody, you know, Alessandro Lucci, his agent, was pushing for it. He was pushing for it. Stefano Pioli was all for it. And look at it. We're we're almost in July, and he's still not guaranteed to be a Milan player next year. Oh, it's does it it almost in part makes me miss the days of James Palotta getting a, a pizza in Napoli. And yelling something to what? What did he yell? Something about Nangolan, yeah? What, no, he, he said he that? talked. He talked to Nangolan in a pizzeria. 
<laughs> he said he talked to Nyingolan. He was like, yeah, you're going to stay or something. And then <laughs> Nyingolan left. <laughs> between, between that and um, Phantom uh, Airplanes for Malcolm. I mean, if, oh, yeah. if this is the kind of... Like, if you have been bothered by this summer... Um, I mean, we had people messaging you and I on Twitter, like the 4th of June, complaining. Um, you have some hardening up to do. That's, I think that's the only, uh, only thing I could say on it. I mean, this, this is like child's play for anybody who's uh, dealt with Roma for more than, you know, two years. So um, I, I guess more so to, um, to the Mourinho supporters. I don't want to say welcome to the nightmare. But um, buckle up, because this has been nothing yet. I mean, no. th- th- this hasn't even phased me. No, 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 it's fine. I mean, it's fine. Listen, I mean, we, 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 we had summers where, you know, we offloaded some of the best players within the first two weeks, and that was depressing. Now, the only talk that there is is because of Zaniolo, and that the only talk for, of Zaniolo is because he's a name that attracts uh, viewership and clicks and whatever. So that's the only w- reason why you're seeing that name so mentioned so often. But otherwise, it's and also stuff happens behind the scenes, you know. The the the, the especially with 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 Pinto and the Friedkins, a lot of the stuff that happens is comes out only later on. And uh, a lot of the times, the names that we keep seeing, yes, are are options. They are out there. The, the club are working on them, but it's also, and it, I, I just want to say again that it, it's not like nobody saw this coming. Uh, I mean, I, you're, you're seeing it now. You, even imagine being a Stefano Pioli, uh, you just won the Scudetto, and at the moment, you're still faced with uh, another season with Giroud and, and Ibrahimovic and Rebic as your strikers. Okay, so right, it's not right, exactly. Right. You know, if you're Juventus and you're coming off a, a terrible season for your standards, um, the only stuff that you're hearing right now is that the league could leave. Yes, you're going to get Di Maria on a one-year deal, which will most likely end up being Di Maria just training for the World Cup. And yeah, maybe exactly. Bernardeschi going to Napoli. I mean, that, that that's the that's the big... That's the that's the big moves that we're hearing about. So it's again, yeah. we're all in the same same thing. I guess when you're Real Madrid or when you're uh, Manchester City, you navigate in a different reality and that's totally cool. But but Italian football is this way. It's it's a lot of small stuff. It's a lot of pain in the ass that you have to deal with and Eventually, step by step, I mean, when you have these things with Florenzi, with Selic, when they're at that stage, eventually they'll go through. It's, again, Milan, before doing anything, they have to announce the renewal of Maldini and Massara. So that has to happen before any other deals happen. So it's everything follows a certain pattern. So... Be just be happy that you're not a Lazio supporter because their transfer market, I mean, ours in comparison is like I mean it's light years ahead. It's it's Liverpool. I love it too. You know, (laughs) I mean it's it's all the more delicious because of I'm sure you have seen some of the uh, 
interviews that have been given. <laughs> Lotito. Like Claudio Lotito. Who oh, man. He has been, he has been on, on such a run. I mean, he's yeah, been I mean, unbelievable. I, I'm pretty sure somebody can find, like somewhere, if you look through his stuff, childhood stuff, you can find him wearing a, a, a Roma scarf. I, I the, the things he said over the last, months about <laughs> his own supporters um i mean you don't even Love hear it. that stuff yeah. in politics it's just <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean all of it has to do with i mean and let's be fair i mean he has been getting a lot of stick uh, from from Lazio supporters but um i mean he has been taking them to task about oh well you know, and he was even doing it before summer, Andy. I, I'm sure you saw the one interview he did after he was asked about uh, Roma yep. because yeah, in, the, in the, May, the subscribers, yeah, yes, the, because of the number of subscribers. And then um, in the month, late April and May, um, after the Italian government announced in late March, well, the leg, I guess, announced it that they can go back to full capacity. I mean, the Olimpico was, you know packed packed for those final two months and he gets asked about it and he <laughs> said something like you know we wouldn't have a, a, a full stadio olimpico if i gave away if i gave away tickets for free i mean yeah. it's lovely stuff yeah I, and I, then he said like roma supporters are different they have passion ours don't ours should learn from them like <laughs> you know uh, so it's um yeah be happy be happy that you're still you're under Dan Friedkin, and um, it's, you know, welcome for the ride. I hope you enjoy it. I hope that you'll find some enjoyment from from this. I, again, I, I don't understand the fascination with the transfer window. It's not even, oh, it's, yeah. it's not even open yet. And just the thought that it's going to be two months, two hot months it. of yeah. just... No. Names, names, and I think somebody's keeping track of the names that were linked with Roma over the past since the the season ended, and we're at two hundred. So, God bless whoever is uh, enough of a masochist (laughs) to do that. Yeah, I mean that is, I I mean there uh, there are people who pay for that level of stuff, and I'm sure even they would find that to be a bit much. Having said that, I'm trying to think of what else we can end on. I mean, Fratesi, that's going to happen. Um, I, I mean, Roma, here's the other thing I don't, that bothers me, I guess, about the transfer market is people have this illusion, as kind of you just said about it not being open, but but people have this weird illusion. Now, once it does open, it's like um, like what I would imagine they consider like the gates yeah. to a castle raising it, up. It, it's like Black Friday, all... right? It's like you yes, open the door exactly. and all of a sudden yes. like 3,000 people go for the same thing. Yes. Yeah. yes. You have a bunch of um, 145 uh, centimeter tall Italian agents waddling, you know, through the door trying to get deals over the line. You have intermediaries. Who like Wall Street. Flood. <laughs> yes, yes intermediaries trying to inject themselves into uh, a negotiation that they had no part in just so they can get a small commission in it. Um, but basically people view it as like the gates being opened when in reality, I mean, these discussions, they happen throughout the year. This thing for Fratesi, they officially opened the negotiation in December 
Roma knew that they were probably going to be in this position because they had the 30% sell-on clause. Um, and I do have to give some credit, even though I hate doing so, to, to our friend Ramon, who was the one who inserted that uh, 30% oh. sell-on clause into God the bless deal. you, Ramon Monchi. Yeah, and, well, granted, it was for Gregoire de Flel, who... How many goals did he end with? One. Benevento. Penalty. Bingo. I... We have to do some trivia, depressing trivia, but that one is always one of my favorites. <laughs> the, 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 the penalty of his, that if you yes. remember it too, they gave it to him as sort of like a consolation. Yes. 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 Which, hey man, it was a beautiful player. penalty, you know? It's a, it was. It's a beautiful penalty. But yeah, Defrel's tenure at the club is probably one of the more depressing things we've seen over the last few years. Uh, yeah, I mean, seeing you say, you know, Throw him out on the wing, and then I guess juxtaposing that to the, you know, like the the image in your thoughts of wow, that could have been Riyad Mahrez, a guy that Ramon <laughs> chased for you know upwards of three months, and all he needed to do was add an extra five to seven million euros into the offer, and they would have uh, accepted. He didn't, and in exchange, we get what was the. The final was the summer before Sheik, yeah? Or was he the summer of Sheik? No, it it was the No, it fuck. Man, this is it's Okay, you no, see, no, you we, see, that's we, we don't happens. need to go there. Nobody Google that. Nobody Google that. We we don't need to go there. All I am saying is um <laughs> Ramon did really well, I guess. Well, I don't know how much credit we should give him because he purchased the the flow with it, but he's the one who inserted the sell-on clause and Basically, not the only reason, but one of the primary reasons why Roma are in this position. Oh, yeah, same too. year. Same year as uh, the friend. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, anyway, one of the reasons Roma are in this position to get Fratesi is because of this 30% sell-on clause. Now, the issue they are still having, and I said this in this uh, the, 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 the Patreon episode I did yesterday, I don't know if this has been reported. I'm sure it has. So I apologize if there is another website out there that has said it or a newspaper that has written it. But for Fratesi, we're getting, everybody is getting the same information from two people. So everything has been the same. Nobody is reporting something different that nobody else hasn't already reported about him coming to Roma. But Sassuolo, originally they asked for Bove. Roma said no. Um, Roma were pushing to put uh, uh, Felix as like the primary counterpart into the deal. Sassuolo weren't happy with that. They also wanted another one. They want Valpato, which we all know that's where the situation is now. Roma have a significantly different valuation in mind than Sassuolo at the moment. I think it's going to take a couple of weeks for them to overcome it because the distance is not so little. Um, I know I asked you this uh, previously, for Fratesi, though, and let me just reiterate, he and Matic, they will, they will not be done. They're going, to, they're going to make one big splash in the midfield. I think that's going to be their primary or their, 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 their flashy acquisition of the summer. It's going to be in, in midfield. Mm-hmm. But just taking Fratesi, I know you said you like him. I know you said he could fill a role. Does it bother you that it could potentially come at the cost of Volpato, who... I would say four months ago, I don't know how many Roma supporters would have known of him, but he kind of became this like, I won't say, um, you know, um, somewhat adjacent to somebody like Viviani, 
But he kind of has gone into one of those guys who just in the minds of people, maybe it's the, what do they, they call it, uh, FOMO, the fear of missing out. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I guess I, I, I've been surprised at how high some are uh, or how high the level of apprehension by some is to let go of a guy like Polpato. I don't know. Do you feel that way too? Because I, every time there's a story of this, if you look at the mentions uh, on social media, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are people saying, no, you cannot give him up. You yeah, cannot give him up. No true. way. Which it's is surprising true. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the few things that I've seen from him are, are good. I mean, I uh, the stuff that we, we saw from him is, is good, even with the... the, the the one or two chances with the first team that he got, and he scored that goal against uh, Hellas Verona, and showed a player that wasn't afraid of the big stage and wasn't afraid of the spotlight. And uh, but again, I'm gonna reiterate what I said on the last episode that when it comes to youth, I trust this club. Okay, so the the decisions that are made with youth in mind are they make sense, and there's always. Uh, a long-term commitment one way or another. Um, and in that department, you can say a lot of things about Roma over recent years, but they rarely got got it wrong when it comes to youth. Um, the decisions that were made to, to, to keep players or to let go of players from, from, from the Primavera m- most of the time was spot on, really. I mean, it's spot on. And and I'm not about to you know jump ship and say no no this has to be different because I, I at the end of the day I always believe in the fact that you need to consider who's important at what period in time you know who's more important right now uh, a guy like Fratesi 22 ready to go has had Serie A experience as a starter um, and 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 can contribute immediately from the get go or uh, Volpato, who may also be, you know, may be a, a youth sensation, and now with the with the Euros, with the um, with the youth, uh, with the national uh, team, he did he did some great things, and yeah. we've yeah. all seen the goals he scored, and more or less he was the 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 bright light for for the rest of the team to follow. And uh, the 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 thing is that. Roma needs solutions. Roma are already taking chances and are already trying to to give guys like Bove and last year it was Felix and Zaleski a go. So there shouldn't be any worry in that department. Oh my God, you know they're letting go of him and uh, they're they're not taking a chance on him and blah blah. If, if Roma believe in set player, that set player will 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 return or there will be something. That makes that return possible, and um, the, the 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 other. I mean, the last time that there was this much uh, upset people over a potential deal involving a Primavera player, it was when Riccardi was rumored to be on the way to Juventus. Your favorite, your favorite. and everybody and everybody rose up. I mean, there was such an uprising. It it felt like some Independence Day bullshit and. Uh, everybody was 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 ready to roll you know everybody was like hey if you leave if you if you if you if you force riccardi out of the club we're we're going to do this we're going to do that and uh, eventually riccardi stayed and then he went out on loan for, to pescara and now he is busy getting haircuts and haircuts yes and doesn't know if he has a future as a footballer anymore so you know it's i 
I I like the fact that the fans get attached to these younger players, and it's great to see this level of confidence in 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 some of these younger talents. But with the people that are handling all of this, Bruno Conti, Alberto De Rossi, uh, Tiago Pinto, before it was Morgan De Sanctis, and now this is his assistant Lo Schiavo is going to Salernitana. I I I cannot the life of me go out there and say no i don't trust the club when they make this decision if they make this decision there is a reasoning and and ultimately that's that's what it is you're talking about who can contribute right now who's functional to to Mourinho's needs right now and i think the answer pretty much is is fratesi that's the that's the general consensus is we're getting fratesi we got nemanja matic and then, yes, I, I also have that feeling that there is that marquee signing up in the air for the midfield. There's just been too much talk of a big, bigger piece missing there. And I think this is the, the, the summer that Roma addressed that finally. Yeah, for sure. Um, although I am apprehensive because last time it was a similar situation. We ended up with uh, Stephen and Zomzi. And I had the displeasure of uh, chatting with couple of his family members and that was pretty awful uh just uh, along with how he performed and then he turned into uh, another yeah. one of those guys thank you yes thanks for Jeff reminding Fisher. me i think we did like two emergency episodes when they were yes. signing him so uh, well it was an yeah. emergency we just didn't know in which way um, <laughs> at the time but ignorance is bliss of course as they say uh so let's leave it there before we, you know, we're forced to relive other things and this turns into more of a therapy episode. So we'll leave it there. We won't be uh, 10 days again. We'll probably be back um, uh, on the weekend or early next week, but it won't be 10 days again. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. We will chat with you soon. Until next time, ciao. Ciao. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.